This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder James Boy came to give him life. The blackest wrestling podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they're kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in this on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit a talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation We got the power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of One Nation Radio. This is the second time I have to do this. I botched and missed the first two minutes of the first uh, recording, but we're good now. So, what's going on, Rich? Again, chilling, man. Um, everybody that wasn't here the first time, um, yeah, you know, we are wrapping up the uh, you know FOA's draft. Uh, we'll talk about it in a couple minutes. Uh, you know, coming off Christmas week, was chilling. I was out of town, putting down lots of wine, uh, learning the new tolerance that that I may have. Shout out to JML in the comments, Jeremy, Sam, Zach, everybody that's in the comment section. If I miss you, y'all got to leave more comments so I see your names. So uh, what's up with you, man? Not too much. Like I talked about a second ago, just um, low-key Christmas. Didn't watch any sports for whatever reason. Didn't watch any fake sports. Ended up catching up on Rampage the next day. Um, yeah, it was um, just a chill, just chill weekend. Um, really, to be honest with you, um, Alex was was down here. I don't know if you ran into him. I, I did not. I was out of town, so like yeah. he came, I left. Oh, okay. So y'all avoiding each other? Or I'm just joking. <laughs> okay. So um, Sunday, I, I was out hanging out with him. Actually, uh, we went to this restaurant. Where I was outdoors uh, sitting, so I went out there and, and chilled with uh, with him and um, him and Alicia. So you know, it was good catching up with them. And I was talking to him as far as like. I gotta start doing a lot more of these catch ups given the given what's happened with COVID and given how like I'm really it's really good for me just to stay, you know, where I'm at and not, you know, reach out to people. So I gotta get I gotta get on my horse. Um we'll talk about that off off air, but like I definitely gotta get on my horse for a lot of this stuff that's coming up um uh, probably over the next year, year and a half. So um yeah, so anyway. Pro Wrestling World, man, we missed two weeks. We missed like one of the best matches of the year. Uh, covering it live, we missed out on that on that good um what what is it called? Uh, good traffic. Yeah, traffic. That's that's the word I was thinking of. Like uh something involving search engine op- optimization. That's a yo. Yeah, I missed out on that. We missed out on that too. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know where you want to start exactly. Before we do, I want to start with talking about the FOA's draft. If you okay. guys are hearing this show and you have not heard. Uh, the FOH draft uh, yet. Make sure you guys check it out. There will be a link uh, attached to this show. Jeremy did an awesome commercial with uh, some audio previews of some of the stuff we were talking about. We had a great time. Um, those of you guys that donated, shout out to you guys. And uh, those of you who have yet to donate, have, you know, 
basically, you know, get get on it. What you waiting for? You know, we need donations, gifts, donations. You know, uh, check out it's it's a wildest show of the year. We're drunk on air. Um, this is not me basically having a little sip of wine. You know, going on the show. This is you know straight. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, boy. You know, straight goose. You know, uh, on my end at least, I had a lot of fun. James, what what did you uh, think about the FOA's draft this year? I, I thought I thought it was a good show, like they normally are. It was fun to see, you know, us four uh, hanging out and you know, more or less talking uh, noise or whatever else. But uh, I did mention, like, uh, while while we did uh, believe everything we said on that show. Um, it is interesting to like, given our journeys with pro wrestling, like that, you know, we're a lot less watch, we're watching a lot better wrestling. So there's a lot less to complain about. Like if we were still like diehard covering, uh, Raw and SmackDown weekly, like that show, that show could go five hours. (laughs) It it could. Um, so it, it, it's a note like I had wrote out um I think we missed it but like I had wrote out like the, the over amount of draws and, and stardom and like we didn't even get to that like there were there were a couple of things that just came out unscathed by accident like Samoa yeah. Joe and the the injury status you know I was I would have fired on that um Dominic Mysterio somehow his name didn't even come up like uh I, I would challenge people that have heard it to re-listen to it again and then like write down just the most obscure names that you could think of that came up. Cause there were people I, I was like tracking it in real time and I was, I can't believe this like somehow got in here or this wrestler or something like that. But uh, you know, other people just came out unscathed, but is the luck of the draw, I guess. Yeah. So like, like Rich said a second ago, uh, appreciate everybody that's listened so far. Appreciate everyone that's donated. Um, yeah, man, like, it, it is a fun show to do every single year. Um, I, uh, I don't know, man, like, going forward, like, I wonder, I wonder what it's going to be like next year. Like, I wonder, like, what new hell is going to be brought upon us in the pro wrestling scape next year with, you know, online rhetoric and all that kind of stuff that was going to cause confusion. So, uh, there's oh, always yeah. that part. Speaking of cause confusion, WWE uh, fresh, you know, just when you know you start looking at the uh, the run sheet, and you're like, man, this is, this is a little light, you know, this week, you know, this, you know, a gift, you know, has just been bestowed upon us. Apparently, there's a report according to Fightful, um, they were saying that WWE apparently is about to stop or, reco- or they're about to stop requiring COVID nineteen tests. For the wrestlers, immediately people began uh, speculating whether they were trying to kill Roman Reigns. Uh, you know, this fresh on the heels of them having this outbreak where they're having to rush Edge to Madison Square Garden so he can main event uh, that 5,000-seat uh, drawn building. Um, <laughs> shooting strays. Um, and... They, you know, Seth Rollins uh, has come out and said he is positive uh, on COVID. You got to think that puts Becky into play, who also kind of got pulled. It was a Raw house show at Madison Square Garden. I believe Big E got pulled. Um, just a lot of people they were, you know, pulling because, of course, they got their day one show um, in Atlanta. And who knows, you know, how, if that thing, that whole thing is going to go down. Uh, I don't think this is smart. 
So essentially, they are back to like a pre-test, pre-vaccine world. Essentially, in WWE, like I know they like to go turn the clock back when it comes to the wrestlers, like bringing the old people back and like bringing back, you know, their idea of wrestling and like the new generation and like always going to old ideas. But I didn't think they wanted to like start over for, for COVID. Like I, I didn't think that was, you know, the way they was going to go. Well, you know, no one cares about COVID anymore, Rich. So like outside, out of mind, right? Like, it exists. like you know. much like we are most like we are a post racial uh, society, we are post COVID as well. Oh, like we are past those things. We don't even. We what deaths? Yes. What hospital beds? Right. Everyone's back in the arenas. People right. are living their lives. They're rejecting fear. Right. 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 What science? <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, it, it's wild. Um, what are they doing? They don't care, man. And to be honest, they would have never stopped and got off the road if not for being told they could run WrestleMania in Raymond James Stadium in uh, in 2020. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of par for the course. It's sad, but I mean, this is a sick, sad world in the words of Daria Morgendorfer. So, yeah, man, like, that's kind of where we are. They don't want it. They look. Ain't no test. Won't be no positives. Yikes! The you know outrageous logic. Look, this is literally Trump logic. Like this is what he was saying when you know if there are less tests, yeah, there will be less. This this is literally what he was saying. Yeah, you know, uh, people have often talked about Vince McMahon and Trump and you know essentially how they are mirror. Um, well. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this is? You know, um, it, you know, Sam, you know, brings up a good point. <laughs> so hard, you know, for essential work status, you know, for this. And, um, it's, uh, I saw it and I just couldn't believe it. I was like, I immediately sent this a swerve and I was like, what? Bro, what the fuck? He was like, hey, man, he's like, nothing surprises me anymore. And, you know, Swerve been in the game for years and years. Like, like I, sometimes I feel bad for Swerve, right? I'll send him some shit, and he'll hit me with that response. Like, he's hit me with that, that before. Like, nothing surprises me. It's just you've seen everything with, like, this fucking business. Like, it's just <laughs> – and, like, I don't understand how they want to operate. Like, they want to bring the sick in. Like, they're really trying to be all-inclusive, like Joe Gacy, you know. Um, yeah. The WWE, yikes. Uh, so, I imagine, like many other things, Tony Khan is going to see this and do the immediate opposite. Like, I would, I would imagine. I mean, I don't know why he would stop testing Tony Khan. I don't know why anyone stopped testing outside of it because like people mm. are like theorizing like this is like the way the NFL's going. Like, what's going on with that? Did, did, did you catch wind of like what is going on with the NFL? I have no idea. I cannot okay. tell you what the NF, what the NFL is doing. But uh I can tell you about the NBA though, like yeah. they're in a crisis. Right. They should suspend play. 
They're not, but they should. And they don't want to. Why? Ain't nothing more important than the moolah. Donald right. Chase. For the I love of money. <laughs> it, it, what, 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 song, what song about money do you want? I will, I will find one right now. Money, cash, hoes, money, cash, oh, hoes. But like, what, what do you, what, yes, that, what do you think is about? So the, the OJ is for the love of money. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's, that's all it's about, man. And, you know. Clip that. Those of y'all on the stream, y'all hearing that the sound of Bone Thugs and Harmony on the stream. Please tell me they played this during uh during our versus. Yes. Okay. Because if not, I don't know. I don't know why you here. Okay. Um. Do you remember when uh, Dr. Dre remade that shit? That shit was hard. Like. <laughs> yes. On um on the Compton album, yes, I listened to that probably in the last six months. Yeah, Sam yeah. says the cricket down here is pretty close to getting called off because the players' family members are getting COVID. Man, y'all handling stuff different than we are. Omnicron fears Vince. I'm sorry, what? Omnicron. What's fears Omnicron? Vince. You mean that Omarion? Yeah, that Omarion. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, man. I. Oh. I don't. I don't really know what else to say. I mean, we spent, uh, I guess, close to uh, twelve minutes on this. Yeah. Like, it's it's more, you it's know, more WWE. Yeah. Trying to win most disgusting promotional tactic. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Um, Another one. Just look. Hey, <laughs> getting shot up as a buzzer is going down. And Kane's budget cuts wasn't enough. You know, yeah. they are on there. Monte Ellis. These shots were were getting put up. You know. Oh, may man. not be efficient, you know, but volume shooter, real up, volume shooter. You know? Um, so I guess we got to do it. Uh, Cody wins the TNT championship, uh, from Sammy Guevara. I didn't see the match. Um, so I have, when are you going to watch the match? Uh, whenever I guess it'll, it pops up on my sling or whatever. Oh. I, I didn't check. Okay, but, uh, I, I was not avoiding it. Uh, okay, I thought you were. I thought you was like, "Fuck this match!" I don't care if it was seven stars. <laughs> oh, no. well, well, I already knew who was going to win, so I wasn't going to like go out of my way on Christmas to watch it because uh-huh. I was like busy or whatever. But um, the you know, I got the news. Of course, um, big Sammy Guevara fan didn't like it from that perspective. Um, basically, looking at everything that happened with him and Malachi Black and Pack and. Andrade, and I'm like, well, what was the point of all that? Um, <laughs> I thought, you know, Malachi Black was weaker in the outset. All he did was fucking thoroughly dominate this man, essentially, until the end. Uh, no journey was taken, nothing. It's like, I don't understand. Like, um, you know, apparently, you know, bringing in the good hand mafia for Sammy to go through wasn't enough for people. Um and it was like, you know, all he did was perform, no fault of his own. Every one of those matches, like, went off to a certain degree, um, you know. And, you know, I think a lot of people are bringing stuff in with Sammy that doesn't factor into the actual decision-making um, of the company. But I don't know why they decided to go back to Cody. And 
I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I don't get it. Obviously, I was I was not happy. I think this whole character or whatever is happening, it sucks. And he needs to turn heel. Uh, people insist that he already is a heel in, you know, this Homelander type thing that he's doing. All right, cool. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know what that is, you know, <laughs> but. This um, is not some high, uh, some, uh, this is not a TV show uh, with meta textual drama at the forefront. This is professional wrestling. It's fake fighting. So when people say that he's hung or he is already the top hill, yeah, he is because he's first getting booed because of what they were, tr- what they're, they've been trying has not been working, and now they need to turn him hill. Um, so from my perspective, I'm not. I'm at a point where like. I thought it was a great match. He needs to turn heel in a declarative way, not some. He's John Cena in in uh, in his prime because John Cena was only a he, only a babyface still because if they turned him heel. It would have hurt their box office. It would have hurt their merch sales. Cody Rhodes not in a position to where if he turns anything um, or do anything is going to affect AEW's bottom line by twenty percent. He's not that. He's not that level of star for the company or promotion i'm sorry so not to say that not say anything bad about cody but this is not the same thing like one was about making lots of money the other one is just being stubborn or thinking he's smarter than he actually is so yeah it was a great match i quite frankly this was the best match he's singles regular rules match he's had all year it took someone to have to take, do a double uh springboard mo- or, uh double mo- double springboard 450 to the floor to get it done, but it happened. It was a great I'm match. I guess that wasn't Cody that did that springboard. No, it was not. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. So, so, so yeah. So Same yeah, like, Cara, like he needs I, to, where does this leave this guy? Like, it's like you gotta go get it like the Red Cross now, right? Do you, do you go just film the vlog? Like what? Like, hey, I pe- mean, people seem to be painting him as this failure now. Like, it's like, what do we do with this? Like, I don't. I don't know, man. Um, like, granted, for the most part, aside from the TNT title, the title, like, the, the champions have long reigns. Except for, literally, except for the TNT title. So, um, that's fine. I don't know. I hopefully, hopefully they have somebody in mind for who's going to take the belt off of Cody. Right? Like, if it's Jungle Boy, great. If it's Eddie Kingston, great. But short of that, this is one of the weirder things Tony Khan's ever done. Yes, um, because this doesn't line up with like <laughs> almost anything. Like as far as like what this person was doing before they were winning the championship. Like uh, even when Sammy won, right? There was foreshadowing throughout Miro's shit where either A, he was getting weaker, he was fucking with Sammy's friends. So it makes sense for Sammy to step in. So the deal with, you know, they're um, trying to mix the men in the year in with this, with Cody, I feel like it's all going to just get more confusing. And I felt like, you know, I, I told James, that if Cody is in two weeks fighting against the men of the year, I'm going to be uncontrollable on this show like i'm going to just just completely like lose it and 
you know, I, I saw people with the memes having a little fun and all that with, you know, the Cody thing that they're trying to pretend is good or whatever. What, what thing? I haven't seen <clears throat> anything. Oh, they are like, you like, this is, this is genius. This is the code roller codester. This is the American hero. You know, they're just going, you know, doing that troll shit. But I see this and I'm like, like, we, like, I look at the roster, right? And I almost want to do Cody Rhodes or uh, on this, on this, like, you know, <clears throat> like how many more talented guys, you know, could this have been? Could could we have got Sammy Guevara and Adam Cole into something? I, I think that would have been excellent. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that are that were just hanging around, and now for it to just go back to Cody, someone that is not the wrestler that you know a lot of other people are, um, and I feel like this is a self-created you know situation. Um, yeah. With the whole, you know, boo thing, and Jeremy had a question. Like he said, do you think they switched the belt to try to capitalize on Cody's polarized crowd reactions? Personally, I think they tried to switch the belt to uh, ensure people would watch that Christmas show that they did, and like to make sure, be like, oh yeah, there's a title change coming. And then of course, it gets out through spoilers, but you want to see how it's all done. So like that's mm-hmm. what I thought. Similar situation to uh, AJ Styles, them getting the news out that he was going to win the belt on that tape show from Jinder Mahal, where they were trying to... Oh, yeah, they, I thought you... You know, I thought you were talking about, like, the U.S. title with Kevin Owens and MSG. Uh, that was, like, earlier in the same year, wasn't it? Right. Okay, yeah. They were doing a lot of that with AJ Styles. <laughs> so um, Sam had a long comment, too. He said, John Cena in his prime sucked. He did massive damage to so many heels he faced because the audience ended up getting behind someone... That's character should be booed, which messed right. up the alignments. Right. I saw this with Andrade getting cheered when he should be a rich, entitled prick beating down a lesser, lesser fortunate heroes. I right. have a feeling if Andrade was beating on Sammy Guevara, he wouldn't have that problem. Right, and that's what we mean when, and that's what we mean when, um, or when people say like it's in, it's a thing is like it's the he's quote unquote polarized. Whatever you want to say to justify the fact that like this person not getting the reactions that are intended. So. Bizarre world, it's all that shit. It's yeah, all yeah, that yeah. Show. I mean, it, it, Sam knows this, but um, I, I, I think the thing is, <sighs> you can suffer through it sucking f- to watch, and that's the thing why I like watching Charlotte and watching Roman over the years, over the last five years or so, or six years over at times has stunk because like they have been so bad at like the world around them that they're in that they're so busy on putting them at the forefront that like people started obviously bucking back at that. And then their response is, well, that just make, well, that will happen with John Cena. It's like, but Roman in, in, in Charlotte, like they're not that level of draw to justify doing that. When it's, when it's, when it's wrong, I'm sorry, when it's John Cena, you just take it on the chin because like, so you gotta, you gotta eat it because it's like their vegetables you don't like, but it still make you healthy. Right, as opposed to as opposed to like what's happened with um with with um Cody, where it's like if Cody if Cody goes on another hiatus to do to do more filming for his show, like the ratings are going to be just fine. Like we saw that we saw the pay per view that he wasn't on, and it and it did his best number they ever done. Like there is no there's no this is no knocking against Cody because there's like literally all but like four people that are like this in the company where like they don't show up. Well, shit, honestly, one. CM Punk's like the only person's in this that's only that's 
that can't be taken out of this mix and it like affect everything on a, on a huge scale. Like we don't have Moxie right now. We don't have Kenny Omega right now and they're still okay. So, um, yeah, like that's kind of where we are right now. And that's, so there's no knocking against Cody, but it's like, if that's the case, why are you treating, why are you doing this unless you have a purpose? And like putting the belt on somebody like Cody at this point, I see pur- the purpose is, you have somebody in mind of who's going to be next, and you don't want to be Sammy uh, to, to get to that point, and that's fine. Um, I wish that I knew who it was. I mean, because there's names that come to mind, like I mentioned with um. And then Joe- they, they might have like a host of debuts coming, you know. Yeah. Going into next year, Gargano, yeah. Swerve, Lee, like all those guys are coming in, like in. Good. It felt to me like. I mean, there's also Battle of the Bell, so who knows if he gets automatic rematches, like, wins right the fucking back, right? Who knows? But it, 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 it felt to me like Cody has really nothing going for him, so, like, let's make him the champion so he's interesting. And quite frankly, I think that Cody is a good, is one of the best talkers in the world, so he doesn't need the belt to be interesting. Like, like just, have him, just have him have a feud with fucking uh, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston's not doing anything right now. Yeah, on a big um, level, like obviously he's doing the stuff with um Garcia and the Buffalo Boys, but give my Florida Canadians, but Jericho again, like <laughs> yeah, Jericho's not <laughs> on the air either. Party. Jericho ain't been on air of late either. That's another example of people like this thing is kind of self sufficient or kind of running itself. The only person really keeping this thing um in in, the, in that kind of way where it's like this person is super essential is pretty much CM Punk. Um, so yeah, like and then also saw also saw um. Meltzer mentioned this, and I didn't listen to all of Meltzer's um, observer. I haven't about. heard any of his audio, but his his analysis on Cody, I feel like, has been just wildly off base. It's like one of those defend Charlotte. He didn't uh, defend this analysis. He didn't defend this. He was like, oh, "I okay. wouldn't take it off of Sammy." That's exactly what he said. So I, I listened okay. to it because you know they put clips on YouTube. So I listened to the YouTube clip. Um, that's I was just on YouTube and didn't feel like playing like, um, whatever I was or probably some. I was probably going to watch like some synopsis of some like. 400 page uh, Marvel superhero comic book event that I was like I ain't got I ain't got an hour for that I got eight minutes throw that on so threw that on and um he was like yeah uh, it might have to do with the fact that like network synergy because of the because of the fucking show he does with Snoop and Rosario Dawson because it's coming up a new season like it might just be a thing where like add some shine to it. Um, make a new champion as you go to TB- TBS and um, and all that kind of stuff, and it's like, yo, that's a horrible like. I, I wouldn't be make, I wouldn't be doing like, belts on marketing ploys like yeah. that is that's that, how that you sucks. that's how you devalue your belts, yeah, and that that like takes like could, because I feel like people believe in the TNT title, right? It has like you know the original open challenge on it, it has Brody Lee on it, it, has Darby on it, it has Miro like it has Sammy like doing that stuff, and then when you start switching belts almost for reasons that aren't that don't even come close to feeling merit based. Well it, is, it, it felt more like he was reaching for explanations because there was no good one in particular. Yeah. That's what it seemed like. And he was like, but I'm not going I'm not going bury Cody, but I'm also gonna be like and I'm also not gonna acknowledge it like cause he's had a relatively shitty year um uh, given the status but like I'm but I'm also I'm so I'm gonna say like the Sammy Zane or sorry the uh, Sammy Guevara thing like I, I wouldn't have took it off if it was too early. And that's kind of where he left it. He was trying to be diplomatic about it, which is like code for he knows this shit sucks. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so Cody, you're three time TNT champion. So, um, you know, I, I have other expanded thoughts on it. Like, and you know, it goes back to, um, him basically, you know, putting the snip on himself. And I think it's, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want to share that with the public right now, but it's there. Like I, I wrote it in the, um, uh, AW discord and the social suplex thing. It, I don't know if it's, you know, whatever, you know, check it out. If you're interested. We'll probably have to, we'll probably have to talk about it. Like, uh, for your in stuff anyway, eventually. So you may as well save it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I woke up one day with a revelation. Let's just say that. Um, so, Hangman Page and Brian Danielson uh, went to a one-hour draw at Winter is Coming. And watching this fucking match, I was like hanging on the edge of my seat. I thought it started a little slow, and I was I was getting kind of frustrated. Like I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I didn't consider the fact that it could go an hour until probably like the 40-minute mark because really? it had flown by. Yeah, and I was like... I just thought that, um, you know, I was just into the match. Like it was, it was, it was a good match. And, um, you know, they did the 60 minute draw match of the year level, uh, wrestling. It was like, you know, it was phenomenal. Like, and it's, you know, it's, it's, and I'm, I'm struggling through my words here, but it was just like, yo, like, I love this. Like, this is like, this is something that I, I just feel like, there's no company in America that could do this. And I said the draw thing, like I said, the draw stuff was coming to America in the middle of the summer. Like once it was happening in the start of my, I could just see it just washing over, um, you know, like they, you know, you know, they talk about the Soviet, like in like the red wave, like essentially it was washing Communism, over. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what like was, was washing over. I seen the tidal wave coming towards America with, with the draws and all that shit. Like I knew it was on deck. Or whatever, I thought it would actually be like, uh, like Hangman being the victim of a draw, essentially. But um, Brian, they, they've done it twice with him, um, once in a title situation, once not in a title situation. And we kind of, you know, like we didn't have this context at the time, and I think this actually benefits us. Um, we didn't know they were going to do the rematch um, on the first TBS show. Show. Um, I'm ready to see it. And, you know, <laughs> I, by the end of the match, I was rude for hangman, which was like kind of strange because like the last five minutes I was like, when motherfucker, like he's right. He's all yours for the taking. Like you, you, you fucking survived it. And you somehow got, you know, um, you hit him with this, with the buckshot alert, or you were essentially, um, like when he cut off the, the flying knee and, into the, um, that, that movie does like over the over his back and shit. Like it was Let's like yo, it a dead eye. Yes, dead eye. Okay. It was it was like finish him now, like finish him, like like Mortal Kombat style. And um yeah, it was it, it was a really great match. Like we'll definitely be on my match of the year list. Yeah, um it'll definitely be on my match of the year list in the top ten. Um I I thought this was it, from, from a rewatch perspective, I think the Omega match was better because uh, I think it was more ba- it was more competitive back and forth um, in uh, in more vi- physical. But as far as just like the the story of um, watching Daniel Bryan put on a fucking clinic 
or Daniel Bryan, so whatever one you call him, put on a fucking clinic, and um, Hangman Page selling his ass off. I thought he sold perfectly, except for one spot for like a whole entire hour. You know how hard that is. Like, so yeah, man. I, I thought I thought it was a great match. Um, it's one of the very best matches of the year. Um, and if and if you want a person that is um that gives credit for being able to to be able to put that put down and go and be compelling for longer, I can see why people think this is, or people feel like this is like for them like a match a super duper top five, maybe even number one match of the year contender. For me, it wasn't because, like, I don't really have the patience for um, an Ooh. hour-long wrestling match. I want to bring that I want to talk about that, too. I've seen the other everyone else say that the commercials hurt the match for them. Ironically, I'm the opposite. I think the commercials helped the match for me because it was like, Man, like it was just like one like chapter in a book, essentially like just turning mm-hmm. over like every time, and I got to kind of like sit and think about what I just saw a little bit, and then you mm-hmm. know get back into it. Essentially, like I, I don't, I don't think I've seen anybody with that kind of take on it. So I have, a, I have, I have the, I guess the UK copy uh, on a hard drive right now. Uh, whatever, come get me. Whatever, <laughs> but um, yeah. So um. I haven't rewatched it yet. I haven't had the time. Uh, I'm, I'm going to when I, because uh, I'm pretty sure I have like my dozen, uh, you know, all around the world top, you know, 15 favorite matches of the year. And when I'll go through and watch them. And I reckon this will definitely crack my top 10, but where exactly to put it. But um, when I watched it originally, um, the commercial breaks, just like commercial breaks. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Grab my Rubik's Cube and start playing with Rivers Cube while the commercials going on or whatever else. There was one point where I, I want to say it's like around the 45 minute mark where they went to like either the, I think probably like the second to last commercial break. And I literally let, looked at my screen like, no, don't go. What the, what the fuck? Um, so, so for me, like the commercials don't really, in a, in a way it reminded me of, um, cause w- one personally, the way they were wrestling, I was like, they're wrestling really slow to start. And then once they got past, once they got to like the 30 minute, like the half hour mark, just about like 830-ish, 831. And, I, and like they went to commercial break, I was like, oh my God, they're going an hour. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew, I knew then I just, I just, you know, uh, settled in from there. So, um, yeah, I, I, I uh, so like when I rewatch it, like I'll be able to see what I missed or whatever else. And so I think it'll, I think it'll be better, but it, I think just in perspective of, it's really hard to be able to go out there an hour in, in a high level. Um, like, so for me, um, especially when it's a match that was that one sided. Yeah, so like, for, so for me, I think on a rewatch, I think I, 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 you know, like I, I know what I liked it originally as like, I'm, I have a pretty good idea that if I watch it again, like unless if these, depending on how these commercial breaks go, I can like it more. I can also like it less. So, um, either way, it was a fantastic match, fantastic match. And like, you know, I think going into it, we were talking about like, let's see what the hangman can do. And you, and you had mentioned, like, you want to see over hour and a, you want to see over four and a half stars. And I, I, I said to you, I was like, Hey man, he's shown improved enough. Except for when they are having him out there with, with Matt Hardy, <laughs> he's shown improved enough <laughs> that he can, he can go there. He's up for the task. And he went out there and he had, he had the best match for his career. Um, arguably. So, 
Um, and from a singles perspective, because obviously the freaking uh, match yeah. with the Young Bucks a whole another thing, a whole another thing. But um, but yeah, I I I thought it was fantastic, and um, it didn't it didn't draw a good rating, but like I bet this next one will. Yeah, I, I think the next one's gonna do pretty well. You got to look at the increased interest on the show the next week. Um, yeah, I was kind of I was kind of baffled by the number, and I was you know. I don't know if I was in freak out mode essentially, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck? Why? What is this?" Like, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, thinking about, "Well, maybe they should have won with Darby," you know. And I was like, "Darby had no problem popping, you know, numbers and stuff like that." You know, I had to, you know, I I was talking, you know, a lot of noise uh, in the Voice of the Wrestling uh, Discord uh, in the AEW section that that day. So you're so you're adding to the toxicity online. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I engage in the toxins. Um, you know, <laughs> this pain ass nigga. <laughs> you know, when, when, when necessary, you know, um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm a, you know, just ask stuff that, that you know people ain't thinking about. You know, like you know, whoa, I, I you know, Darby ain't had no tr- trouble with Ethan Page. You know, I was in, you know, it was like I know the storyline that was set up. Like obviously to get the handman page, but what if they were invested in this other dude that was already showing and proving? Like I, that's what I was thinking at the time. Um, but I I didn't think this was like a panic and take it off him move. I was saying like, same. You, sh- you should not do that. But yeah. this you know that only make it worse. Like it's a question to ask. Like and I think it's a legit question to ask. And it's like all right, let's um you know. There were a lot of money matches thrown out the way. And, you know, I know Kenny Omega went and got surgery and, you know, there were issues with him, but um, I don't think he was on death's door or anything. So, <laughs> like, you know, a lot of stuff was going through my mind. Like, hey, it, you know, all these matches, like, where they was lit on fire, um, like the, the slow burn booking sometimes of the company, like, does that need to be modified? And, um I think a lot of it was um, the oversaturation of wrestling from, you know, all the companies, um, September and November and October. And it was like finally catching up in December and they had a little bit better week this, this past week um, in the ratings. And I'm sure, you know, once they do the move to TBS, shit will be, you know, on and popping again. But the, uh, you say the oversaturation, you mean like hardcore fans, like watching Japanese tournament wrestling? Like, or do you just, or what do you mean? I just think, like, with like all a lot of big shows in a short time period, a lot of like news uh, stories all hitting at the same time, like a return to CM Punk, Brian Danielson jumping companies, Adam Cole, Stadium, WWE in the Garden, uh, SummerSlam, Adam Cole, uh, NXT 2.0, uh, more, you know, more releases. Where are these people going to go releases. in 90 days? Okay, like, gotcha. And like, you know, how 2.0, watch it, please. We beg you. Right. And then, like, that's where you even add in Japan and, you okay. know, okay. everything else. Like, okay. And it's like, you know, there's a lot of wrestling that wasn't going on before. Like, like if you can draw a line, like, after Money in the Bank, essentially, and then uh, AEW with that July slate of shows where they were, like, four special shows. And then September, essentially, when Punk and Brian are reintroduced into the fold. And it's just, it was just a lot of yeah. whatever. <clears throat> yeah. But... I think they're, they'll be coming around the mountain um, when they come, when they go to TBS. Yeah, I, you'd have to, I, you would know better than I would as far as like historically how they do, um, like, let's say the, because now it's a two-year tradition, <laughs> like this, 
um, winter is coming to uh, to the getting to the new year type of thing. Like what? Like basically, what is happening? Like in December? Like um, because to be to be honest with you, you got the hangman thing. Um, you got like the champions are all doing stuff, but none of it is necessarily like aside from uh, the 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 AEW title world title like the other champions aren't really doing much obviously we're getting to we have a new tnt champion but like brit she's kind of like all right well she's gonna face riho is there any like you know heated uh, no no because they don't let Riho ever talk or translate or stuff like I, why do i feel like they pay for translate like they gotta pay for translations for like hey, what the, hey, <laughs> like, fuck i don't get paid for translate yeah um anyway so you got that part uh the lucha bros they're having uh He's or Phoenix is probably still hurt or whatever else, but um, the FTR thing had just wrapped up. It like they were headed towards the jungle, the uh, the Lucha, Lucha, I almost called them Jungle Saurus. Now it's I said the Lucha Boys, like nah, Jurassic Express. Um, yeah. it seems like they're headed towards that. It seems like they're also seem to be like a a budding little thing or 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 some small burn thing that's going on with or uh, with um. Uh, Santana and Ortiz possibly as well with that so like yeah I mean they're they're kind of building up and it seems like this stuff is tracking towards like uh, more towards kind of like getting through to the next year as opposed to like we're in we're doing something super interesting right now so like I didn't right. know what I don't know what your opinion of what was on that and like its effect on possibly that match. Do you think like that match was one hour, so it should have just did better? Period. I think it should have did did better because okay. like they put a lot into building it. That's up. true. That's true. And, and it was a it was at worst or second hottest thing. Right, and it was like all right, the audience grew throughout the match, so people were interested in it. But I felt like it should have just been more. There was like heavy competition that night, but like. I mean, this is the game, like, at this point. Like, there's always going to be competition from somewhere. So I, I would have liked to see a higher number. Um, I'm definitely going to be looking at the next match, like, to see, like, where it goes from there because, like, I'm going to hold them back to that. Like, there's no reason they shouldn't get to .40 at least um, in the rematch. <clears throat> so that is going to be on the 5th, right? Yes. Dude. Yeah. Like it's them, like you know, y'all go ahead and do y'all answer. Just like uh, <laughs> last year when they had, yeah, we gonna put Kenny and Phoenix on. You know, That's right, they did do that. They did. Yeah. They, it was like they ain't afraid to compete. Uh, but I was just, I was my my dude was like, hey man, like have you? I talked to you about this before, but like for the for the listeners, we indulge me in like going through the schedule. The professional oh, the wrestling schedule over the next two weeks, potentially. It is. It, it is, is stiked. Not stacked, stiked. All right, man. All right. So today is Monday the 22nd. <clears throat> now, I've made, I started this maybe um, sometime last month. I had said, like, I want to get more organized and know when this stuff was so that I can, like, figure out, like, how to fit in what I'm going to watch, whatever I want to watch for wrestling. Because, like, Obviously, I'm AEW and Stardom are like the automatic. Got to watch them as soon as possible. But like the other stuff, I got to try to fit in and try to make it in a way to where like I can do things besides just watch pro wrestling and have like a social life with like my friends that I keep fucking like 
leaving behind to not like socialize because I'm just more fucking fake fighting to watch. So, um, <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, I wrote this list and like, it's pretty much anything that I would even, that has anything on it that I would even like consider watching. Right. That's basically list. Like, am oh. I going to watch all of, uh, Oz Academy's year end show? No. But there's a you my Yuki match on there that I want to watch, and like maybe I'll check out whatever fuckery um, uh, Ozaki Goon's up to. Maybe, just maybe. So um, Monday Night Raw today, tomorrow NXT 2.0. Thursday, oh. I'm sorry, Wednesday. Seedlands, I'm sorry, um, Stardom's uh, Sumo Hall pay per view gonna be like. At worst, the second big sh- biggest show of the year, right? Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be a show of the year contender. Uh, Seatland's year in show, Nanai's last show uh, in Seatland before she goes freelance. Dyna- or Dynamite New Year Smash, and uh, early uh, Oz Academy's year in show. Next day, Ice Ribbon, I- uh, Ribbon Mania. SmackDown on Friday, Rampage New Year Smash. Saturday, Noah's first city year show at uh, Budokan Hall. It's going to have uh, Kiyomiya versus Kino and Nakajima versus uh, Shiyazaki. Man, that sounds great. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, there's, I think, um, I think Murray F. told me there's like uh, Mudo's going to be in, uh, in a, either a tag match or a trios match. I can't remember which one, but like he said, that could be really good if they carry him, which is like. Why is he the champion? He's got to carry him. Uh, also, later later on, WWE's first pay per view of the year, day one. That's all. That's 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 the first week of that's this whole week With of wrestling. Migos. Yes, Migos will be there. Is Stevie K going to be there? The Hustle Gang going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sunday, the rare day where there's nothing but. There's some NFL playoff football there, so whatever. Monday, Stardom's day show, like that's probably be on delay, but like that's their day show because they're going to do a, a day show night show thing when the night show is going to be like when they do their 2021 awards. So that and Monday Night Raw on the third, the fourth, Wrestle Kingdom Night One and NXT 2.0. Um, I don't know. I want to see the overlap of that crowd. Is going uh, people are going to watch both of those? That's oh, going to be a weird one. Uh, Wednesday, night two of Rust Kingdom in Dynamite. There will be overlap for that, definitely. Blank Slate uh, on Thursday. Friday, Rampage and SmackDown. Saturday, New Japan versus Noah in Yokohama. Oh, let's do this. New Japan versus <laughs> quotation marks around New Japan versus We didn't Noah. talk about that. We are about to talk about these Wrestle Kingdom scams. Okay, we'll get, we'll get to it. All right. Start, stardom's uh, first Cork and Hall of the Year. Battle of the Belts. Uh, AEW, that's on Saturday. Um, then, on because it's uh, early Sunday, it also be considered Saturday because of the time difference. Stardom's second Cork and Hall show of the year. That's gonna be they're almost like treat like New Year's Dash, these Cork and Halls on the eighth and ninth. So like there's gonna be people appearing. Um, like you already saw Julia, you know, the super villain she is with her new set of, sets of goons, like they're probably gonna mass on them shows. And then uh yeah, and that's that's the whole slate for two weeks. Like, that's 
17 shows, not including the WWE stuff that I just mentioned. So in theory, uh, so really that's, um, if you would throw on the two smack or six more shows, that's 23 shows. If you include the WWE main roster stuff or WWE television stuff, I'm not watching that stuff, but still like cutting down to 17 and then, then from there, like saying I'm going to cherry pick through stuff. <coughs> if you are a fan of pro wrestling, these two weeks are the weeks to be it to watch high level professional wrestling. Indeed. Um, I can't. I can't wait till like the end of the ninth or whatever else, and I'm just sitting there for pro wrestling, and I'm just ruined for like a month. I just can't wait. It's gonna feel like it's gonna be like watching the G1. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. So uh, come out here and get, go. On, come out here and give a Cody uh, three and three quarter star match two and a quarter. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> um. I hope he has, he has lost that belt by the time Revolution comes. Um, so, so we we who do you who would you like it to be? Who do you who would you like the destination to be? We haven't really talked about that. Who would you like it to be? Now that now uh, that it's done, who would you like uh, the, the successor for Cody to be? Uh, fuck it, Swerve debuts and beats him for it, like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You know, I'll go with that. All right. Um, so, like, Sam says Eddie Kingston. I feel like, I, I don't know. I don't I don't want Eddie to win yet. Like, I want him to, you know, he needs to, I feel like more well, needs, needs, needs to happen to him. Like, he needs, like, like his last time he got a shot at the belt was in. The end of uh, full, gear, full Gear full gear 2020, right? Right, like he he could win the TNT belt. They could, you know, hail marry him for world belt at some point. Uh, That's what I was going to ask you though. I was going to ask you like, I don't know if you and Sam have the same trajectory for um, Kingston. Yeah. Like, cause he, I, I think I've seen uh, Sam th- say that he believes that he Travis can be champion in like next eighteen Cody. months. Huh? Travis says Sting should be Cody. Hold on. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! Y'all bugging the fuck out. All right, y'all, y'all gonna have Floyd yelling at us. Stop this. So, all right. So for me personally, I thought that it would be a really nice track if, like, his crowning achievement is—I've said this to you before. His if his crowning achievement is a TNT title. Then that'd be yeah. awesome, and you build towards it or whatever else. So like, I feel so. You mentioned like it might be too soon, maybe. But then again, like it depends on what you think is his ceiling, right? Like I mm-hmm. think I I think his trajectory is like he's somebody that should be a tag champion with Moxley. He's somebody that should be um, TNT champion. He's somebody that should be on um, a frequent stable staple of AEW pay per views. Um, but I think that he should probably fall short of ever being AEW world champion. Maybe things change. Maybe he gets more overnight than I even imagined initially. And that could possibly happen. I'll, and if that happens, I'll reassess. But, um, I think that's kind of where he is. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people think that he could be, he could be on top. So, um, I think that comes down to what you, what you think he is. So like, if you someone that thinks he could be champion in like, you know, two years, 
may as well go ahead and knock this TNT thing out right now, my brother. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I, so I was wondering where you where you thought he kind of was in his yeah, trajectory yeah. compared to like my expectation compared to like uh, someone I, like Sam. I want the TNT thing as well, but like okay. I feel like pushing the TNT out as long as possible, mm, and then okay. like that's how, like I don't know how many years you might have with Eddie Kingston, right? He's like thirty nine or whatever. Okay, I had no idea who he was, and he has like you know he's hard living on him. Um, for the, the, as long as he's been on the indie scene, <clears throat> but I wouldn't be opposed to him getting, you know, <laughs> him getting to go watch one day. Read Sam's comment. He said, "I don't think he will be, but I'm gonna ride that train like Rich on that Easy train." Uh... Look, yeah, we're gonna talk about it now. So um, uh, Bruce also said, "I wouldn't mind seeing Trent take it from Cody." I gotta say this: Trent looks weird with his haircut, I, and I just can't get past like looking at him and thinking he's just a jag now. He's also um, he's also not as big as he used to be, and that's obviously because he hasn't been able to lift as much weight as he was before. So, like, we'll see how he feels back out eventually. Um, and like, I don't, you know, I think Trent. I don't know. I I think Trent is more of a t- of as a guy that like you put him in in singles and he has good matches all the time. But like he's almost like in the Kazarian thing, where it's like if you put him in a tag match or you put him in a tag team, boom, you can make him a tag team champion no matter what. Easily, he'll be fucking awesome, right? Like right. then it's like if he's a singles champion, it's like oh. you don't give him, give him. Yeah, it, it kind of don't seem like that makes sense right now. But I, I, I like Trent. You know, man, I, I, I like Trent a lot. Like I wish that him and uh, Orange Cassie were a tag team. Yeah, they um, they um, oh, Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, so we missed the card announcements, I believe, um, the last time for him taking that week off. And um, I think, you know, I'm looking at the cards, and then obviously they dropped the day three card. Man, um, I'm not excited, and I'm not going to talk my way around it. I'm not going to fake about it. All the issues that we've talked about why they've gotten less coverage on this show still exist. Um, lack of fresh matchups. Um, the, uh, them going to three days. And then the third day, the New Japan versus Noah thing, to me, completely falling flat and missing what people were expecting, what it felt like it was being marketed as. Um, and just looking at it like I don't understand how I get excited about Shingo and Okada again. Like it's gonna be great. I'm, my 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 argument is not hey these matches are not gonna be good or anything like that. We're probably still gonna get a great fucking show out of all those guys, right? But like I'm I'm looking for the freshness. I'm looking for something that's gonna pull me in. Then I'm, I'm seeing the scams being run by New Japan with the, the Noah and all the tag team matches and all the pin eaters being tucked away in every match um, that you can see coming from a mile away. Uh, it reeks of bad politics and pro wrestling that no one should really fucking care about in Japan because they're like trying to make sure the business doesn't collapse. Um, people have gone on and basically talked about what what did you expect and all this other stuff and I'm like I expected Wrestle Kingdom, um, right? Then like the latest thing I saw this morning, Cassiora Shibata 
they announced that he's going to be in a grappling match, um, uh, catches a catch rules match or something like that, and there are no strikes allowed and all this shit. And then I was like, I saw somebody do a retweet. It was like, oh, so he's not back then. Like, and then I immediately like retweeted the same thing. It was like, so this is a scam being run essentially. Um, like, I don't know, man. I don't miss Shibata that bad to have to want to watch him roll around and hug somebody. I, I don't. I don't have that desire. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not begging. You know, for them to give me this because it's like it's been five years. Y'all can let this man go. Like, if if it's coming to this situation, like to where he's got a, they've got to completely like do a whole different like they got to pull out new rules for this man to, 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 to fight. I'm like, I don't have any interest in it personally. Like, sorry. Like, like I knew something was fishy when they didn't announce the opponent. Um, and I kept insisting, like, why wouldn't they announce the opponent? And now they're doing all this other shit. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have this, uh, the same wish, uh, for, for Shabbat to compete again. Like if that, that's the case. Keep his ass in the back uh, if we got to do all this shit and like and have other people come out and wrestle because like his story's been told he's done like sorry like and if he's done it's understandable he's done his fucking head was cracked like I don't <laughs> like, like like I don't know man I don't I don't need to see Shibata that badly like you know you know. If this is the case, like we might as well get this man a girl wire then and just tell him, you know, he says he can't take no bumps and you know he can't strike and kick. I'm like, hold on, Shibata can't kick? Like what? Like this is a fuck up. Like this is like um and, and they keep <clears throat> intentionally releasing this information in these like almost cryptic manners where it's like, well, what do they really mean he can do? And what it sounds like is, well, the same thing he did with Saber, where he was rolling around in gym shorts, and I'm like, I don't need it that bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Um, I think they're, I think they're struggling for for some type of thing that's new, and he hasn't wrestled so long that it's like, that's a that can be a marquee match to put him on there. And also, we still don't know his opponent is right. No. <laughs> We do not. Do people assume it's a Abushi? I mean, at this point, like I don't know. Yeah, I um, I don't know, man. I think they're just in a. I think they're just in a really rough spot where, like, they have three shows and they needed to fill three shows, and so we end up with, um, we end up basically with like the New Year stars first of the year shit for for Noah, with with Noah, where it's like all these tag matches and. Like nothing, nothing really is gonna really matter a week from now. But it was just a good start to the year, um, and uh, you know, Russell Kingdom. They got stuff on that I definitely want to see, and I'm gonna watch it. But like, I'm I. It, it's a it's a weird thing. Like they put Ishii in a singles match, and it's but it's with it's evil, evil. So it's like what the fuck. All right, great. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just, um, it's a weird situation. Like, it's not, it, it doesn't, I don't have the excitement for Russell King that I've had in prior years, obviously. Um, 
So, you know, like you said, like, are there going to be mashed ear containers on these shows? I bet my bottom dollar there will be. Um, I just, uh, I just think that it's a lot to ask to have after basically 20 matches in back-to-back days that, like, three days later, you're going to go out here and you're going to do a bunch of tag matches in a, in a big arena and expect, like, it to be the hot, the heat. I, I'm not seeing it. While people can't cheer. Right. Um, right. So, I mean, we're going to see. for a clearance for him. Um, Could I've be. Heard, heard that, like, you know, toss about. But, um, the, the news that just comes comes out doesn't inspire uh, confidence at this point. Uh, Shibata has like done little things over the last like year and a half, doing the physical angles with Kenta and yep. uh, all that stuff, and he's taking a back bump in the ring. And I'm like, I look if he want he obviously wants to wrestle. So I don't want to say try to safety police the guy or anything like that, but I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, if we got to do all this to ensure you can wrestle. Like, it's not like I don't really share that same desire. Like to, to see this man roll around on the mat. Like, if he can't be Shibata, like I don't. Well, I mean, I'm depending on where to put him on the card, uh, or because he's not like he's not like semi-main event or no shit like that, right? It's like the bad thing is like he's already done the the he's coming back, but it was like unadvertised. It was like with with Saber or whatever, mm-hmm. so it's not even like they can have like this inspirational moment or anything like that. He's already got back in the ring like unadvertised, and they sold no tickets based on it. And like they already got the news story of Shibata like doing the match, but like they are like basically WrestleMania threeing this like that never happened like this. <laughs> You know, what do you mean? Uh, Hulk Hogan never slammed Andre the Giant before. You know, Andre the Giant is undefeated. Like, what are you saying? Like, they have completely recast that. So I'm like, I don't understand what, like, how this doesn't stink. Like, and uh, it is. Sam has a couple comments in there. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, He said, it it would be awesome if he could wrestle, but why advertise him if he can't? Said keeping a strong style is going to have to introduce a Griffin Award. Um, Dellen says, I love Shibata with a death, but man, it's fucked. Sam also says, bottom line is they said this was going to be a full match. No excuse for the false advertising. People sticking up for it are standing up for a lie. Yeah, I agree. Because the main thing is um, if you don't know if you can get the clearance, then don't advertise nothing. And then what in the clearance? And then. Do the, sh- do the shit at Dominion. Mm-hmm. They'll be into it then, too. They've been waiting for this guy to come back ever since he fucking uh, ended his career. Like, if people are this thirsty at the thought of grappling and catch and all this stuff, it's like... Oh, I remember what I was going to say to you. I, you say, like, what kind of wrestling is this? And I'll be like, you know what kind of wrestling is. This is pure rules. <laughs> But at least, well, I should take it back because at least the pure rules, you get one strike. You get one. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, what? Uh, like, can they give Shibata one PK, please? Please. 
Yeah. Please? Uh, Zach says, Enochiism. I don't even know what that means in this in this yeah. uh, re- regard, in this context. You know, I, you know, I mean, we already got hooked now, so, like, uh, we don't really need, you know, Shibata. You know, so, like, if he can't do it, like, Hook is already kind of, like, you know, taking that spot, you know. Um, there's a lot of uh, controversy about Hook on, on the Twitters uh, this week. Why? Because, of course, Hook has been so over so long. People are bound to uh, find something about the young man that, you know, they don't like. Um and apparently him no-selling that pile driver, uh, the move the big man gave to him, was enough to set people off and saying this, this, is, this is bullshit and all this other stuff. And it's a uh, clear ode to Taz. No-selling is fucking cool, by the way, when it happens. And it was like, it was it had the internet on fire and all that. Um, you saw the hook in uh, Bear Bronson match. What did you think uh, of, of hook? He um... also dropped version of his shirt uh during the show it says send hook in black and white okay so um it was fine it wasn't he didn't he was impressive still um in a different way um he sold more in this match um and he, he was more he was impressed from the fact that he looks like being in there he's able to lift the dude up so uh you know a dude that was that much bigger than him so like it, it was able to show off that he's strong um so yeah, like that was cool. Him no selling the the, the power driver, I I pop like I did I didn't pop like oh my god like it wasn't like um it wasn't like watching um Raquel and Rhea no sell each other's shit, but it was like uh it was like I, I chuckled I was like that's fun <laughs> I chuckled I literally was like ha, that's cool he no sold this fucking power driver got right back I'm like he sting so yeah. so. So I laughed, like, but not laugh like this is bullshit. I laugh like this is fun. Um, so people I, hearing that people complain about it is like, I mean, I guess, but all like, the useless suspects, you can draw a line and figure it out. Yeah, uh, I, I, but I would say like, yeah, man, like if 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 that don't pop, if, if that ain't if that don't fit your fancy for 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 pro wrestling, then like, I'm sorry, like, I you got. The point of no selling is to show off the effects of selling any uh, throughout the match. Anyway, like is it show that like you are your your spirit will overcome um, certain things, right? Like that is a story of the of the of like for me personally. If you do not like someone no selling, obviously within reason. I'm not talking about you know. Like what happened, Ricky Starks with uh, Adam Page, where like his neck is broken, he just stands right the fuck up because his neck was broken, and he didn't know how to react. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I think within reason, if you're a person that like can't stand that, then like I don't know what you're watching here. I don't know what you're here to watch. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like people don't go down off everything they get hit with. That not happen in real fight neither. Yeah. Yeah. It shows how tough and cool someone is to be able to withstand that kind of damage and what kind of heart determination they are to in the will to win. Like, also, what has the entire presentation of Hook been? How tough and cool he is the the whole time. Like it has worked smashingly. He's like, the number one seller on pro wrestling tees now, James. Like that stuff, like the stuff for me, like his whole, I guess, uh, he, he, what the way people feel about him. 
I don't see it at all because he's a child to me. But at the same time, it's like, whatever. Like, he's impressive in the ring, so I don't care. There are people writing Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame things based off people selling t-shirts. Like, why they should go in the Observer Hall of Fame. God like, damn it. Don't start this. Don't start this. On, a, on track to be a Hall of Famer, James. You really started this, huh? <laughs> you you really going there, huh? So so you know, like, hey man, like, there was this one phrase in the movie "State Property," get down or lay down. Like, when it comes to hook, you gotta get down or lay down. Like, it's should be. if you don't see it, you missed a wave already. Right. And um, Bruce pointed this out. Great point. Hogan made millions no selling punches and then he hulked up. Yeah. Yeah. Because of his because of his indomitable spirit to want to win by being compelled and rooted on by his fans. It Dang. is wrestling psychology 101. Not fight psychology, wrestling psychology 101. Somebody wants someone to win and then you defy odds by doing things that are superhuman and you and then you overcome. Yeah. That that's literally not only is that just uh, not only is that pro wrestling that is like any any show, anything with a protagonist in it that overcomes the uh, their their uh, their obstacles achieve their dreams or their goals. I once saw the Macho Man Randy Savage have to wake Hulk Hogan up with a <laughs> was it five? Was it, how many was how many was it five? I don't know, I don't know. but. He had to wake him up. So, like, people, like, you know, I don't know if it's a case of, like, this is hook-specific targeting, if this is AW breaking people's brains, or a combination of all of those. uh, It's a lot of all of it, yeah. I imagine. But, yeah, man, like, they're going to have to do more for me to to get Hook out of here. Or he's going to have to do more than no-sell, you know, sorry, than, like, watch an Ishii match, like, figure it out. Take a shower, hit the waist, get a clue. <laughs> All right, so where do you want to go from here? Um, hit the music. I was not expecting that one. Like I thought that like maybe we had some TBS tournament stuff to talk about or whatever else, but whatever, let's just get to it. Um the catch up from where we last left off, uh we had a pay-per-view on the eighteenth. Uh this one was the Osaka Super Wars. It was at uh um Indian Arena number one. Uh five match card is two and a half hour show. Um Really quick show as a and it was weird because like I've always felt like starting match shows kind of always like kind of breeze by but like given it was five matches like this one really just you know it felt like a takeover to be honest with you it felt like mm-hmm. it felt like watching like a 2015 era NXT takeover um so the opener was Shuri in a gauntlet match versus Waka in um, May or sorry uh, Waka in May in Lady C. 
She went through all of them like a hot knife through butter and ult- is winning. Um, and then she put on commentary later. Uh, the, the second match was um, the artist champions. Um, him, or sorry, uh, my Himipoi, Micah, Hameka, and Nasapoi versus uh, Team Marvelous of Takumi Roja, Rin Katakura, and Maria. And uh, the selling point of my Himipoi uh, throughout this this show was that Micah, I'm sorry, yeah, is that uh, Micah's playing keys, key, a peacemaker between Nasapoi and Hameka because um, Nasapoi was kind of upset that she was thrown into that uh, that Hameka was thrown into that triple threat match with Kamatani for the number one contender for the white belt, and she said like, you were just challenging for the SWA belt, and now you, you've just been thrown into, like, my thing, and like, I have this thing with Tam that I want to get, you know, settled, and like, now you're obstacle my way, and you don't even have a passion for the white belt, like, why are you even here? That sort of thing, <laughs> and um, she stormed off, and like, Hameka she she felt a way about that. So they they've been bickering through like they bickered and kind of made peace um uh for a minute during um or after that triple threat match after uh Lolo Nasapoy showed the heart of a lion by release German German suplexing the giant uh in the middle of that match. So but they were still, you know, t- she but Hameka was still upset about being made fun of about saying she had no heart for this. So like, she was like, you want to talk about heart? Well, then like, let's put our, in this 10 million yen tournament for the trios belts. Let's, uh, I'm sorry, uh, for, for the, uh, the 10 million yen trios ladder match, let's put our trios belts on the line to show you heart. And you know, they were, she was looking at her like, you, you say, I ain't got no heart. Well, I put my fucking belt on the line. How about that? Like, I'll show you while they're also like on the same team. And like, Nasapoi's like, yeah, whatever you say, cause like, I, I'm kind of trying to mend this thing. So, um, throughout the, throughout the match or throughout both matches, uh, cause, um, the champions ended up win- winning and ended up going to the final round. Like there were times where malfunction at the junction. You're wondering like, Oh, this is going to be when it blows up in everybody's face. And they all like, you know, just beat the shit out of each other. Um, mm. but they held it together in the first match. Uh, really good match. Takumi is Takumi. She's always going to be Takumi. She's awesome. Um, her and Hameka, you know, they had a match in Grand Prix, um, and they, they played on that, and ultimately, um, I forgot who lost, but I forgot who won the match, but, uh, they ended up pinning Maria, and, um, the champions moved to the final round for the, (laughs) the elimination (laughs) ladder match. So, uh, second match was Cosmic Angels, the top three Cosmic Angels, the former, uh, Trios champions versus this new look stars of... Uh, Mayu with Hazuki and Kaguma, and um, they had a match, uh, a Cosmic Angels and Stars match, a little bit before where they they um where Hazuki and, and Tam went at it, and um after they went to a draw, they teased like there's going to be a potential white belt match between the two, so like I'm super excited for that if, if when it comes, uh, so like you know you already know what this match is, it's gonna be you know Cosmic Angels doing their their stuff. Um, and it's going to eventually going to break down to a Tam and Mayu thing. And then they also threw in this, this, uh, Tam and Hazuki thing. That was also great. Um, and then, uh, the final stretch was Kaguma in there with, uh, Mina and 
Mina's back. She's not crazy. She, that was just a one time. That was just a one show thing. Yeah. So like I'm, so I'm, 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 I'm relieved. I'm relieved that's not a full thing. Like that was gonna be. She's just crazy. Like she's just that was a one time thing. Tam got her to calm down. You know, got her back. Got her, got her back. Like I fifty cent said, the young buck got to get close. You got to be close to me. Like yeah. she got her, got her back. You know, close and like you know they're good now. Uh, so anyway, uh, Kagumi ended up rolling up, ended up catching uh, Mina in a flash pin. So um, she was pinned, but she wasn't beat. And uh, it looks like there's gonna be more of that, obviously, uh, between uh, those six. And um, so Stars ends up going to the fu- uh, going to the the main event of this uh, sh- of this show. Uh, and then the uh, some main event is the the big Oedo tie versus Queen's Quest match. Um, based off a of Starlight Kid and um, Momo's uh, match from November on pay per view, late November on pay per view, and um, is elimination rules match called a Captain Falls match. So basically, like it's elimination rules, almost like Survivor Series for those that don't know. Um, but it also has over the top rope eliminations involved, um, and ultimately it is a attrition match. Uh, first. Uh, and uh, two people are designated captains. Momo's de- on her team is designated captain. Um, star- or like his designated a captain on her side. Basically, the match continues until either one's captain loses, and whichever captain lose lost ended up on the other person's side. Um, Momo also had a stipulation that if Starlight Kid ended up on uh, Queen's Quest, she was going to have to demask and she's going to have to join the, the members. Uh, so, uh, as we all expected, as we all assumed, because of course. Um, Queen's Quest loss, great match. Um, and at by at the end, you know, with Starlight Kid in there by herself against Azumi and Momo, and a chair gets brought in, and you're saying, I'm thinking to myself like, oh my god, Momo is going to like be my dumbass of the month. Like, she's going to be so furious and so fed up with all the interference and cheating. Because they did a ref pull to, to avoid, a, you know, Starlight Kid getting... She was dead to rights, and they pulled the ref at one point to keep the match uh, extended. And I thought, like, she was going to be so pissed. And she was going to just basically, like, bash a chair over over Kid's head. And then, like, oh, my God, you fucking idiot. You ruined everything, and now, you're, now, now you have to be evil. But instead, nah, I'll go a different route. I'll wrestle for 20, 25 minutes, and then I will then turn on my friend... My closest friend in the company, she bashes chair over Azumi's head, and then she bashed her. She uh, she caught the ref twice uh, with chair shots, and then she's laughing. Like, she said that, you know what? Go ahead. Like she was fighting to the death with Starlight Kid, and they were calling each other fat and all this other and ugly and all this other. Then fuck it, I'm on this side now. Like I think that's a little weak, but so watching this live, watching this live, I was in the um. I was in the Voices of Wrestling Joshi section, and the best response, their best replies, anybody coming because a lot, they were all coming was because I told them how much I, I fucking hated when when this happens because it happened with Konami last year in uh, October. Um, Zach said, "Pull the Konami." There you go. Their response was, "Well, they're in Osaka. It's only a hop and a skip away from Kobe. Uh, this is something they do in Dragon Gate all the time." 
Momo grew up watching Dragon Gate. The promotion uh, has a lot of stuff, a lot of flavor from Dragon Gate. And Mayu is the, the head trainer, and she also got inspired to watch, to even start wrestling from Dragon Gate. And my response was, that's great. Tony Khan watched a lot of Memphis. <laughs> He's not putting all. He's not putting Memphis on his fucking television. That's not. I don't care. I don't care. Like I, I can't just sit there. Like I, I get. It's nice to know where that came from. Now I want you to never do it again. That was dumb. Uh, outside of that, the match was awesome though. So there's that. Um. So depending on how you feel about that, and depending on how you spin it, it can also work. Because I saw. I've seen when. Queen's Quest started when after EO EO start, turned on Mayu in the middle of the tag league final. It was mm. Mayu and EO versus uh, Kyrie and uh, Yoko Bido, and then literally like twenty think something. About that. Sorry, think about that. It's like what part of the plan was this? Like you know, you think they taught strategy before, you right? Know, trying to right, and then it's like, and this stuff you don't even know that's coming. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like double agent, real double agent. We, we gonna do this, this, and this. All right, and then I'm, and, and that's where my opening is. Where I'm gonna do this to you. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, like, what if, like, you know, the person turning was on the apron, and then like the other person snuck like a small package and got out of there. They, they gotta wait. <laughs> they, they can't do the turn. You know, you gotta wait to another to a later date. Oh my god. So, um. When it did in 2016 with uh, EO and, and Mayu, at least EO had the, the the presence of mind and the regulation to know that like this wasn't going to make much sense. And her response was, well, Mayu, ever since you got your title shot against me in the summer, I've been having to carry my, I had been have carried the burden of you ever since then in the tag team. And I'm done with you. And I turn to you in the middle of the match. At least she said that to be like, all right, whatever. That's better than, you're, look at your faces. I fooled you all. Even though we've all been fucking wrestling with each other, wrestling these people for months on end. We've been beating each other ass, and now I'm going to join these people that I've been fighting and kicking their faces off for the last, like, month and a half. So, yeah. So, for me, it's a no. Other people, they liked it more. Look, that shit was dumb. It was a great match. That shit was still dumb. So, whatever. Um, so, Momo, you know, she... Uh, she she said, "Look at all y'all faces. I, I'm done with y'all. I'm tired of caring you idiots, you morons. And now I now I get to do things on my own terms. This was inevitable, but I'm not doing this in my own terms. And like I'm gonna be, you know, because Momo is Japanese from for Peach. That's why all her moves are called or Peach related, like Peach Sunrise, Peach Bomb. So now she's like, I'm gonna be Oedotai's Black Peach. And um, Utami, true to herself, like when B turned on Momo, um." At the beginning of 2020, she was like, we can talk this through. We can try to, you know, bring you back. Like, I remember she saying, like, she got her first match with B. She was like, I'm going to try and bring her back into the fold in the Oedo time. Like, like the day after that, like, the show after that happened. Like, she was like, Momo, why are you doing this? Like, just talk to us. And she was like, get out. And then, like, Kid was like, get out of here. And then, like, Azuma was like, why? She's like, why? Why, Momo Chan? Why? And then Azuma, and then Kid took the mic and kicked them both in the face like, Stop asking why. You know why. She don't fuck with y'all no more. Get over it. Kid <laughs> was such a dick. It was fantastic. So, um, Oedo Tai right now, uh, uh, so they all took pictures with all of them, everything, and, like, they sent them off crying, and, like, it, it and, like, they, there's pictures backstage, and Lazumi just curled up, like, like, in the aisle way, just crying, and the dude looking over the top of her, this shit just sad. 
Cause it's like that's my favorite. That's my favorite tag teams in the world, and this, this shit gone now. So, um, right. yeah. Uh, so that that was some of the main event. The main event was, as mentioned, the uh, the artist belts and also the ten million yen uh, ladder match, elimination match. So the rules were: it's elimination, but there was no over the top rope elimination. It was just if you get pinned, get the fuck out, and um, uh, but also, also like climb the ladder get the prize so i did not know this until after K- kaguma <laughs> we'll get to it but um match really good they start teasing like uh climb ups and then people getting power bombed and suplex off the ladder and then all of a sudden uh shit start getting hectic shit, shit starts getting hectic they uh they are able to get um micah isolated on the mat uh, with the other people on the floor. So, like, Mayu puts the ladder up in the corner. And then she climbs the ladder up in the corner, probably against the corner, while also having Kaguma and Hazuki holding the ladder at the bottom as support so it doesn't move. She climbs, not to the second to last rung, she climbs all the way to the top. Full, full on ism. Full on yes. ism. And then moonsaults off the top of the ladder onto uh, Micah and pins her, gets her out of there. Um, later on in the match, um, they set the ladder up. Rakaguma also climbs to the top and gets her ism on. And she, she goes ladder set up like right against the, uh, the ropes. She jumps off the top of that ladder onto uh, people on the floor for her moment, her WrestleMania moment. <laughs> uh, and then by the end, um, uh, Donald Armando regroups and, because the, the the way it was set up, it was so high that, like, the only person that could realistically even reach it uh, on the ladder would have been Hameka, but she couldn't reach it because she, she was just getting her ass whooped so much. So it mm. took them having to clear everybody out, and then it took um, Nasapoy on one side and Hameka on the other with, like, Hameka having to, like, help hold Nasapoy at the top to reach up to go grab it while basically being on like the, the second to last rung or the top rung to do it. And it was a nice moment and they end up coming down and they hug each other. And I was like, true friendship. 80, was it a uh, 80 some thousand, 80 some thousand dollars. That'll, 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 that'll solve and patch up some friendships for, 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 for now. So I was, I was really happy for them. It was a nice moment. They were, they had tears and they were able to, uh, kind of reconnect and everything. So like, uh, so they basically now they have three defenses under their belts and they're going to defend at um, Bud- or not Budokan Hall Sumo Hall on the 29th against um, basically the Stars team they had except no Tam with my Sakurai so that's an easy dub right there so uh, that was uh, that was a, the that pay per view and then we end up getting the Christmas show so um, Christmas show was basically like a the old Shinkiba hall type show where like this is like a tv this wasn't a pay-per-view running no guys are giving you a pay-per-view this is a tv show i like this show i did too but like last year i was wondering like we're doing a lot of corrigan halls like corrigan halls a lot less special feeling because like those was those used to be where the pay-per-view level shows are so i was wondering like what is the transition are they are they watering down these shows and the answer is like not watering down these shows these are just because shinkiba shows except in cork and hall now so like view them as like their money their version of monday night raw right so um yeah uh i don't i don't really know how to go through it but like quick real quick thing like uh triple threat match on the opener um it was mina death 
in Hannon. Hannon ends up rolling up Death uh, to get her a win going into uh, Sumo Hall for her future belt match. I think it's the second match on the card against uh, Roaka. Um, I'm trying to think, what's the next match after that? Was the next match after that the Hameka in uh, Lady C match? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Hameka and Lady C versus, I want to say, I can't remember who it was. It's my life me right now. Um, oh, versus, okay, like I said, still, uh, versus, uh, Rock and, and Rena, uh, the Giants end up, uh, quickly dispatching of the teenagers, the, the 15-year-old and the 17-year-old. Uh, one thing of note, um, Hameka has lost a lot of weight. Um, she is slimming down. She is on, like, the, the Chris Statlander plan. Uh, if, if, uh, I were to guess, I think a push is coming. I think a push is coming. And we'll rightfully, des- and rightfully, uh, deserved. Like, she's good. So, um, so, uh, yeah, uh. It's like when you see Randy Orton start, start popping up, looking a little bit more shroom. Indeed. Indeed. So, uh, then, third match. Stars top three, uh, Mayu, Hazuki, Kaguma versus uh, Tam in her in her in in the new Mina in the new Nagi. <laughs> These two geeks, Maya and uh, and then Waka match. You know, uh, starting the match and it's, it's Maya in there with. I'm sorry, it's Waka in there with uh, Mayu and they're in. They base her and Hazuki basically take turns off of off of Waka's ass. And they beat the shit out of her. And then Tam gets in there and she's equalizing it. Um, and then everyone gets in. And then eventually you get down to a uh, Mayu's down. Um, and Tam gets in for a hot tag. And they, they're fighting. It's great like it normally is. And then eventually you end up getting Hazuki and Tam in there. Uh, and um, yeah, they're they're great too. Another great exchange between them two. And I'm thinking like, they gotta have a match. They gotta have a white belt match. So um, they end up uh, fighting to a draw. They end up getting Kaguma in there with... I want to say Waka Walk, uh, and Kaguma ends up winning with the, the top rope splash. He, the big bear splash gets to win. Uh, and then, yep. And then, uh, like, a, you know, any pay-per-views and the undercard dark matches or whatever else or the first match on the card of late, like last two or three pay-per-views, you've had masked goons show up with uh, sledgehammers and just attack Waka and my and first it was one of them and then one pay-per-view was two of them and then at this show it was three of them and um they're attacking and then you know i'm thinking okay they're just attacking my and walkers that's what they do and eventually you know we're gonna figure out who they were and then they start attacking tam and one of them hits uh tam with a sledgehammer and then my use kind of like i kind of want to get the fuck out of here they ain't got shit doing me attacking y'all that you know that's y'all so then eventually uh they, uh, Mayu gets in the way and, and, and thwarts it, and then uh, Tam had no soul that you know no soul your whole ass uh, slash hammer hit, and they Mayu and Tam get back together and unite for a double stereo super kick and super kicks one of their masks off, and under the mask like I don't know how to properly convey this. I'm gonna say it, it was it was uh, Julie underneath the mask, and I was like. Do you remember Jim Ross' call when, like, Ric Flair got unmasked as the Black Scorpion in that cage match? Oh, it was Ric Flair. 
He's like, son of a bitch, it's Ric Flair. I can't believe this shit. This motherfucker's doing this. When she when they took that mask, when they kicked their mask, I was like, it's fucking Julie. <laughs> I can't fucking believe this shit. You goddamn, you goddamn terrorists. Yeah. So, uh, Tam was like, you? What the fuck? <laughs> and Julie's like, yeah, like. It's me. I'm evil. Yeah, exactly. I'm evil. She's like, yeah, you know, you uh, you brought these two geeks in here. They're not kidding. They're not holding up the end of the bargain. I done brought in some some of my own talent, and they're gonna be like, and they're gonna they're gonna wipe the floor with y'all. Yeah, they'll be the, they'll be the antagonist for y'all because you know I'm evil. And she said like, this this goes for anybody. Anyone get it? We've, we're now seven. We are now seven deep in Donald Del Mondo. I was like, God damn. <laughs> Real game. They already over. They already over pushed. Now there's seven of them. Fuck. Hey, I, I see. Um, I seen the preview of this new photo book with it had the Donald Domondo squad yep. and it had um, Cosmic Angel side. Cosmic Angel. I was mm-hmm. like, and I, and I saw like in quotations, sexy Shuri in there, like, and it was just like, I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> this don't compute. With what I the image I know, you know, this, right, like why why are you why are you dressing up like this killing machine, right? Like, yeah, like, like what is this? You know. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So look, it is photo book season. I don't know if it actually is photo book season. I think they normally drop those in the summer. I think because well, I'm assuming drop summer because like swimsuit normally you know connotes summer. They were like, nah, we got, we got, we got 10 to put on. We got two editions. We got the Donna Del Mondo. We got the squeeze. We got the, uh, the, uh, Cosmic Angels. We know what y'all, we know what y'all want. And we about to go to Sumo Hall. We about to sell every single copy of these things to you marks. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, so that's where they ended up at where you end up getting like two new members will be unmasked eventually. I'm assuming it's gonna be on like their their start their Corkin halls, maybe even early as early as Suma Hall. We'll see. Um, so, uh, semi main event, you end up getting Konami and Shuri tagging for the first time in Stardom together versus Micah and Unagi. And the pre match is funny as fuck. <laughs> so, um, Micah don't like Unagi. Unagi is playing deeply into her. Indomitable spirit, unwaveringly morning person-y vibes of just like, I'm so happy for every single thing, and like, this is going to be the best day ever, and I said that yesterday, but I really believe today is going to be the best day ever, and like, Micah just kind of like, she gives the vibes like, it's too early for this shit, well, well Micah, it's 6, it's 6 p.m., it's too early, it's too early to deal with her ever, so. That shit was so hilarious, it like, was funny. Uh, now he's like, yeah, you know, I am the flying freak or some shit like yeah. that. Like, and then, and, then, and then, like, in low tones, that she's yelling, like, right? Like, Micah's like, shut this? up. She's like, shut up. Just shut up. Like, yeah. So, Unagi comes out, she gets, uh, and Unagi comes out, gets her entrance, and then, like, she has, like, like reindeer antlers on her head, like, like the headband deal. And then Micah's music hits, and then next thing you know, Unagi has ran out the ring to the to the entrance at Cork and Hall, throw them shits on Micah, and Micah has like a like a elf hat on her on her on her headband. And I'm just like this this tough judo ass 
ass kicking body throwing woman got this goofiness on and she's like no selling it and it's fucking hilarious it's like imagine if you put that shit on Ishii's head yes <laughs> it's, it's like the same vibes <laughs> so uh, they get in the ring and um, all four of them get in the ring and like they have a really good match uh, I don't know if I say it was great but I think it was a really good match and ultimately at the end um they end up doing some some spots where like they both do like hanging um, arm bars on on the on um, Micah and Unagi, and then ultimately well, he ended up getting Shuri in the ring. With, sorry, Shuri had Unagi stretched out. Yep, in that same freaking I, I think she calls it White Tiger. Like it's basically that stretch muffler, elaborate stretch muffler she does with when she traps someone's arm way back with the leg. So as that's happening in the background, you see that. Um, Mike is trying to go break up the the uh, the submission, but like Konami grabs her and throws her in a triangle answer. So like double submission, they get the win. And um, another person that I've noticed lost weight, like, and this is particularly since um, you know she got sick with enteritis. Is like Konami is like she's lost a lot of weight, um, mm-hmm. and like it is kind of weight where I'm like I'm almost, I was concerned, but like the way that they are talking, like they all expect her to be back. That's the way it, all, it seems. All positive, seems all happy. It's, and they're always talking about, like, I'll be back and, and all that kind of stuff. So, like, I'm glad. I mean, it gives me a good feeling that, like, something bad is not going to happen. So, I'm, I'm happy uh, from that perspective. But, like, uh, Konami's lost a lot of weight. So, um, so that was the end. And, you know, Konami and, and um, Shuri basically, like, are super respectful for each other and talk about talk real nice about each other's relationship. And then they walk off into the sunset. And then uh, the main event is... Uh, the remaining top three of Queen's Quest, Utami, Azumi, and uh, Kamatani versus um, Black Peach, Momo Watanabe, Starlight Kid, and Saki. And um, Saki, or er, so the 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 big reveal is similar to the first um, Corken Hall after Budokan Hall on the uh, three days after Budokan Hall, where it's like, what is Julie gonna look like with a with a shaved head? Right? It's like, what is um, what is Momo gonna look like? And she comes out in like from to my eye. It looks like she's just wearing a cut up, souped up, oedotai black shirt. She's dyed her hair all black. She has like colored lenses in that look like they're I think they're yellow maybe I don't know but they're colored lenses. And she's basically wearing, from what I can tell to my eye are, like, her kick pads and shorts from, like, her early 2000s, 2019 gear, and then, like, Konami's last set of gear, the, the knee pads off, her, off Konami's last set of gear, and I'm just like... What the fuck is this? I was like... I saw, she, I, saw, I was like, apparently, Momo has not been given the number for the evil gear maker yet. Right. Like, she was out here... Looking, looking poor! She was looking yes. like she did not have enough money. To make Correct. to make this work, um, so yeah, I think bad decisions were made. Like it, yeah. you can't properly dress yourself off off the rip, right? Like, like you knew you was turning, right? Um, so I I voiced my concern to uh to uh the folks in the uh, voice of wrestling uh Joshi's uh, Discord uh section of the Discord, and uh they were like, well, there was video of them showing up at the place where they make a lot of the women's gear and stardom. And, um, my, my response is like, I, I just think that like they're saving whatever, whatever she is, she is going to wear for sumo hall. Like 
Because my thing is like, Konami's, or like Konami, yeah, I'm almost had good looking gear the last, like, yeah, the last year and a half. Like, all the gold stuff she's been wearing lately. I was like, you went from wearing like gold leaf to, look, <laughs> to, the, to this. <laughs> There's yeah, been a clear backtrack. Do you want to? You should apologize to, to to Tommy and Asumi and Kamatani. I hope that it will take you back. Just so you can wear the, the old wear. Right. Right. Like this was a mistake. This is a backtrack. So we'll see what happens. Um. Uh. Hopefully, at, she she pulls her real shit out because like, yeah. nah, man. Like you can't come out here looking like. Like worse than Kaguma, like no, like no, like like I know, like and we know Kaguma steals, so we know Kaguma's poor. Oh, so like man, like you can't you can't do that. Like that's already covered. Like we we got to get get you in some heel flyness, you know? Can 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 that's okay? Hit her with the phone number, or is this part of the initiation? Like you must start from the bottom. You know, you, you must dress, you know, in, in, in humble wear, you know? In humble wear. Oh, man. <laughs> so you earn your evil stripes. So, make sure they can trust her. Yeah, I guess. So, uh, so they have match sure in, like, like matches. Dante Martin. Say again? Make sure she's not like Dante Martin, you know. <laughs> so, Work her way up. Yeah. So uh, yeah. the match, the match is good as hell. Uh, ultimately, by the end, you end up getting because uh, it wasn't a um, it was an elimination match, regular rules match. So um, at the end, you end, uh, they go down a closing stretch, and it's Azumi in there with Saki. After you have multiple moments of them getting so much heat on Azumi and Azumi having to fight back, and you having a lot of big moments with um, Momo and Azumi, it makes me believe like they're headed towards them actually having some type of special singles match type of deal, which would be really cool. Um, or at least, you know, maybe not on pay-per-view, but at least at, like, you know, one of these Corkin Halls or one of these um, uh, Tamano Kata or, or Tabata no, Takata no Bata shows in, like, another part of uh, another part of Tokyo that's, like, where they have, like, a where they do it in a nice ballroom. Like, that's where they did uh, the Momo and Shuri uh, SWA match at the end of January uh, this year. So, anyway... Um, cause that's on the schedule, um, for December or for January. But anyway, um, at the end, you end up going down a stretch with Saki and Azumi and like, so- and Azumi seemingly like she's going to have this match one, but then like Momo like interrupts the action and like suckers Azumi into like getting Azumi to like think that like she's still like might care about her. And then like Saki just immediately pins her with a flash crucifix pin Bro, and pins her. When I saw that shit, I was like, she did not lose to Saki. Like right. she kicked her in the fucking head and then like um Zoom was on the ground, her head was like on the ground, it was just like She was dead to rights. She, she just rolled you. over. Like essentially it was like I'm defeated by heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. So, um and then, you know, uh Momo starts bullying Azumi or more and tells him like I'm gone. Don't even try it. And then, like, Azumi get uh, gets on the mic and she's like furious, like I got can't believe I got fucking sucking and losing again. Like there's no more Momo Chan, like next time I get in the match, I'm beating your ass. So uh, then they end up doing. Um, is is Azumi saying she gonna beat somebody as funnier or like than like Sammy Guevara, like when he beat my I would beat your ass. Like, is it like funnier or no? Like, it is funnier because like Azumi, like, like. Like, at least Sammy can jump off some real high, you know, to to beat your ass or something. I mean, but 
I mean, don't get me wrong. Like a zoomie will, will just will make you eat like a thousand uh, feet. That's not that's not the point. It's just like she'll roll you up. You're so small. You you you're so small. You're, <laughs> you're so you small. Up. Like don't get me wrong. Hit you with some high speed stuff and beat your ass. Yeah. Like the the vicious beat. Like it it, it don't land the same as like Tam telling it uh telling Mayu before going to Osaka Joe that like I will mess you up more than anyone's ever messed you up before. And then they go out there and they have a fucking slugfest for thirty minutes. It's not the same thing. It just it just don't feel the same at all. So so yeah. Uh, so uh so then they end up showing the recap show the recap uh, montage of like the full the whole year of stardom and then like they they uh, cap it off by showing you like. Going into the going into uh, Sumo Hall, you're going to get Kamatani versus uh, uh, versus Tan for the White, but you're going to get uh, obviously the rematch of the year that people have been waiting for for six months. Uh, Utami versus Shuri. So um, from there, let's I guess we just go to a uh, basically preview of that show because it's going to be on or Wednesday morning. So um, first match, a five way. Uh, it is Saki Waka. Um, Lady C, I'm doing this off the top of my head. Bear with me. Um, it would be cool if, like, I knew that we were doing a show and I was going to talk about certain things, so I already had this stuff pulled up ahead of time. It wouldn't that be cool? No. <laughs> it's like, like, how do you have this pulled up? You already know you're going to talk about it. Um, so yeah. Uh, like I said, five-way match. Lady C versus Waka versus uh, Saki versus Death versus Rina. Um, I think there's a great chance that whoever wins this, it doesn't really matter because, like, with uh, Waka in here and Waka. with Lady C, <laughs> he had to get one in. <laughs> and Lady C, um, there's two people that, like, the Goon Squad has jumped on before. The Mass Goon Squad has jumped on before. And then, like, with people like Saki and Death and Rena, they can just jump them. They don't care. And like, as uh, Julie's already mentioned, um, anyone can get it now. One just, I was just only picking on uh, Tam's friends because I'm a jerk. I Like, I will also, it's, it, it's on site for everybody. So I can see, I, I can see the swarm like a, I can see the Su Su Wu swarm like a red ant pile. <laughs> so yeah, it could be that and like they they beat all five of their asses with the, with the weapons and then the two or three or however many people they eventually have on this thing unveil at uh Sumo Hall. So so yeah, that that that's the potential to happen. I think I think I'll end up taking uh death just because like it'd be funny like but it. Actually, no. I'll take Lady C. I like Lady C. Like, I think she's gonna be good. I I enjoy the I just enjoy the fact that she be out here rapping. Do you know about Lady mm-hmm. C and the rapping, Rich? I don't. So, because her name is Lady C, when she cuts promos backstage, her stuff every like a lot of stuff she says rhymes with C or she, and then she'll as she's doing it, she'll be like this: she, C. <laughs> so she out here rapping, Rich. Oh my god. <laughs> so. So yeah, so uh, I'll I'll take Lady C for for the uh, for the big win, and then uh, then after that we gonna see. <laughs> so uh, second match, uh, future of Stardom belt, Rock versus Hannon. Uh, I think this is Hannon's to win. Uh, there's really not much of a place for Rock to go after this. 
I mean, she could start wrestling her own stablemates like um like Rena, but I don't know if how how interesting that would be. Um, as far as the other Hannon twin, um, I can't remember the last time I saw her. I don't know what's going on. It might be a situation where there's something going on with like a junior to high school placement because that happened with a uh, Hannon and um that happened with Hannon and and Rocka actually like last year, where it's like the tr- like they basically like based on how you, what you want to do in life and where, where they're tracking you ed- academically you can end up going to different high schools or whatever else. So, like, mm-hmm. and that takes a while. So, like, that might be happening with her right now, but not with Rena, but but just this one particular twin. So, because we haven't seen her in a while, or maybe she's injured, but I haven't heard about her being injured a lot. I feel like I would have heard that. So, um, I think it, I think it's I think it's uh, Hannah's to win. They also, like Rossi has said for a while, like, he thinks that, like, the three sisters are going to be, like, the big stars of the future. Rossi, keep one eye on the future. Uh, so then third match, triple threat match for the high speed belt. It is a champion Starlight Kid versus her her career rivals Azumi, a person that she has just ruined emotionally. Uh, and also in it will be Kaguma. Kaguma, you better show up to Sumo Hall with new gear. Yes, you are here with that with that blue and that gray. Like no. You know, and if you do come in there with that, it needs to be shiny, metallic. Yeah. You know, another part part is like, you know, she came in and she had put on weight since she had last retired. Like, she's lost weight since then. So, like, it just makes sense for her to get new gear that actually fits, like, what she's, you know, like, and show off, like, you know, the the body goals that she's she's attained since coming back to stardom. Like, she's she's lost a. Why do I feel like Kaguma, like, I feel like she's like Emi Sakura's daughter. They do look kind of similar. Yes, Boy. I never thought about that till now. I, but I was they, watching that they, today. They do look a lot alike, and then and then also because they have like the brown hair with no like real, yep. uh, you know, really like any kind of like um, it, like it's just been like this is how their hair is. Like, they put, yeah, it's just normal straight. I was gonna say straight, but like their hair is naturally straight. But like you're right, they, there is there is a there is a resemblance between those two. Yeah, like, like in 20 years, she's gonna look just like uh, Sakura. <laughs> All right, so, so yeah, um, I you know I'm expecting a, another great high speed defense from Starlight Kid. I expect another great high speed match from Azumi. I expect another high, great high speed match from Kaguma. I feel like, uh, um, you know, while I wished it for this particular setting, it would have just been Azumi and Kid alone to show the progression from last year from their October uh, high speed match they had last year, but. This match will still be great, and there's still time to get to that eventually anyway, and this also helps prolong the story to getting through, like, this upcoming um, Queen's Quest versus uh, Oedo Typhoon is going to be happening, obviously. So, yeah, uh, I spent a great match. I'm I'm going to take uh, Starlight Kid pinning Aguma again. Same. Uh, yeah. Get ready for all the gifts from this match. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to see all the high-speed action and great stuff? It will, you will see a lot of it in this, yeah. Even more so than the uh, the Azumi and Nasapoi uh, Budokan Hall uh, match. Um, next match after that, the defending um, trios champions, Mahima Poi of Donna Del Mondo, uh, 
Micah, Hameka, and Nespoi versus Cosmic Angels, Mina, I'm sorry, the Mina, the Unagi in the Mai. Uh, match this after you get after uh, the it's second match. Sorry? The list. Oh my god. After you get <laughs> After you get past um the second the future's belt. This is the match you expect to be the least good, but given the growth of Mina in Unagi, especially in tag matches with that murderer's role of uh my Himapoy, like I, I I've seen enough with Mai and Waka to know that like they can be hidden in Cosmic Angels tag matches. And they can still have good matches. So this match, I have no doubt it will still be good. How good is is uh what will be interesting? Um, so yeah, that's what that'd be interesting to see how 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 good this match can be. Uh, given this slot on the card and um, and I you know this could be a, a this could be a I think that I think if this gets three and a half stars, it will be a success. A complete success, total success. But I'm thinking like three, three and a quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, though, the the model will retain. Uh, special singles match. Julia, the return of Julia versus the uh, Matane of Konami is not a goodbye. She will be back. Um, this well, match is gonna... sorry. Get Julia some heat. Look, we know who's going to win. We know who's going to lose. That's not the point. Um, they're going to have a great match. And if it is anything like their uh, white belt match from November of last year, we are in store for like a violent treat. Like murder, murder Konami may come out. She might be out here, you know, hitting people with closed fists to the head on top of the head. Pop, look, punching that clock like an alarm clock. Might, might see that. But, um, it's Will gonna Julia be the first. Be her friends. Sorry. Will Julia be bringing her friends? Poss- I don't think they. I don't think they would need that. I don't think they would need that. But either way, this is gonna be a. This is gonna be a good ass match, and, and this is where we start kicking this card in overdrive right here. Um, at worst, it's gonna be a good ass match. I think it's gonna be end up being a great match. Then you end up getting the special ten year anniversary t- uh, of Stardom tag match. Takumi Aroha and Mayu Iwatani versus Momo Watanabe in Hazuki. Anytime it's Takumi Aroha on the board, sign me up. One Nation Radio is own sponsored athlete. So, I think that the floor for this is four and a half stars. All right. I think I think I don't. I think they're probably going to end up at like in that th- that four and three quarter star range. Um, like this has a lot of the elements at play with uh, Kagetsu's last big match um, in Stardom with her that her her and um, Mayu versus uh, Jungle in Momo match. You got two one half of that thing. Um, he, another part about this is like this is that 2014 Stardom click like Hazuki and Mayu. And Takumi were all in that clique with like Eo and Azumi and um, Yoshiko. Like they've been talking about this kind of match on this kind of stage for like damn near seven years. Um, Momo was like a little came a little after that, but like Momo's first match in Stardom, I think, may have been with Takumi. So like this is they're they're gonna they're going to bring it. So this is like this is 
Yeah, Zach says Momo's going to eat that running three. Could could be. Could be. Could be. Yeah. I, 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 if you were to ask me what happens, I'd imagine Shit. something might along. Be a running, might be a run at six, you know. <laughs> Oh, her and Ma, her and Ma, you both going double uh yeah. double running. God damn it! <laughs> you know you know how mad like the Western fans that would be like they're so happy that like Momo just turned heel because it's like now she gets slotted further up the card, <laughs> trapped further up the card, and because there's only like really like three heels worth of damage or two heels worth of damage stardom. Now she be the third, and like she they beat her immediately. Three. They'd be mad. They'd be mad. Oh, have Takumi Raw do it. That'd be even worse. I I want it. I I think there's I think draws running all over this. To be honest with you, I think oh, time limit draws running all over this. I think you're getting a 20 minute yeah. time limit draw. However, I don't I'm care. This match is gonna be awesome. Get beat up raw. I don't disagree. But who are you supposed to beat? Uh, Beyuzuki. She already had a title challenge. I think that she's going to be, I think she's going to, I think that she's being, okay, so she's, that's the only loss she's taken. That's the only time she's been pinned, she's been back. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, like, remember, she, uh, well, her. trying to get one last drawing before the year's over. It, it, they're trying to score one <laughs> at the buzzer. Well, maybe, maybe, but I, all I know is, I know, t- I know Takumi and, um, and Mayu ain't losing. I know that. <laughs> right. I know that for a fact. So, like, on the other end, it's like, I don't know who's going to win, right? But let's say you leave out the out, the, out of a uh, sumo hall with um, Utami and Tam both still the champions. Momo's in, Momo's an easy plug in challenger for Utami in the future, and then uh, same thing for Azuki with Tam. So like it's yeah, I can I, I can like if we're I see that match, I'm like that match gonna be awesome. Draw. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just, I just see it. I just see a draw on it. A 20 minute time on the draw. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, uh, some main event white belt match. Uh, Tam Nakano versus Saya Kamatani. Uh, their first match. Their first uh, white belt match was, while still good as hell, not as good as it could have been. Uh, and a lot of that is due to the fact that NASCO uh, messed up her uh, Kamatani's ribs doing a, a high spot. So, uh, like in the week of. So, um, as you saw in their uh, Grand Prix match, they just went at it and, and went balls to the wall and they killed it. Uh, it had a, be- a better match, uh, not, uh, you know, as time passed and Kamatani had healed up some. So, um, there's been a combination of sorts of getting to this point where, like, Kamatani. Uh, in theory, in time, anyway, um, this, this sounds about the right time, um, timing-wise. However, they have not booked her like she has a chance in hell. So, I am going, uh, under the, uh, I'm going to believe that Kamatani is going to beat Tam, but it will be in six months. It will not be here. Um, I, I just... They it would be the weirdest booking one of the weirdest booking things they've done all year if they were to make Kamatani the champion after they just pinned her on paper on pay per view like four of the last or sorry three of the last four pay per views and then like three of the last four or sorry uh, two of the last four shows she got pinned 
Look, they got you all really her opponents are. set up. Look, they got all her opponents set up in the future. Uh, I'm calling the title switch. Time to switch the belt. Get it on uh, Kamatani and off to the races. Yeah. Um, I think the same thing, but in six months. Uh, so, but this this will undoubtedly be the best match that they ever have. Um, they're both healthy. Um, then they're going to get the time and they're going to kill each other. Uh, so. Look, and Tam got that one over with Tommy in her back pocket. And she can just, you know, I don't know, man, but I don't know. Her- I'm, I'm, I'm predicting the title change there, too. So I don't know. Man. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Okay, so. Uh, personally. A lot, is, a lot is up in the air. Yeah, um, it, it could definitely go either way with the white belt and the red belt match, right? Like, uh, this is uh, Tan's biggest threat since um, since Mayu. Um, but the way they left it with Mayu is like, they're going to get back to that. Um, Hazuki would be a way to get back to that. Um, also, uh, you also have a potential where Takumi could challenge for white belt. I don't know if they would do that uh, or whatever else, but like, because she beat uh, Tam in the white belt. Like, there's a, there's a lot of... I'm not going to say that phrase. There's a lot of stuff left to get to on the Tams uh, title reign if they want to. Uh, I don't think I don't think beating either one of them is a mistake. I but I would if you're going to beat uh, every time you're going to put the belt on Kamatani, you need to go back in time and unlose her to matches because that shit was dumb. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, now main event, the main event of all main events. The what the red belt, the wonder, uh, sorry, the world of stardom championship match, the rematch from the June 12th, 43 minute uh, draw, then double knockout match. Utami Hashida versus Shuri. Uh, I don't really have much to say, but uh, as far as like how awesome this match is going to be, I don't have enough uh, uh, depth with words. To describe how awesome the match is going to be, I just know that like this will be the match where we finally get a decisive winner and inclusion to this feud for now, or ch- at least a, a closing of this chapter. And it's been fun as hell to watch. Um, one of my three or four favorite feuds in the history of Stardom since watching Stardom 2019, watching them go at it and kill each other, dating back to the first uh, their first match at the final night of last year's. Um, Grand Prix final, and Man, Zach is being a terrorist in the comments. Terrorist. <laughs> I see that. So, uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna kill it. They're gonna go like forty five minutes, maybe even they go an hour. They have enough to do it. There's no time limit. You got to worry about a double draw. There will be a winner in this. And um, I think the I think the appropriate thing to do at this point is to put the belt on Shuri. Uh. Utami has had the belt since uh, mid-November 15th of last year. She's had, I think this is her 10th defense. Um, we do not believe that this is her last defense, right? Or this is not her last reign, right? I would think she's going to get another one if it's been this good. Yeah, There have been people that have speculated say, or thinking that like, you know, she's going to break the EO defense record and that's like 13 or, some sh- or 14 or some shit like that. And it's like, Nah, she her second her second reign. Yeah, this one, this was success. Um, you move her on and you get her into the Oedo tie stuff with uh with the rest of them. 
um, and the, you know, eventually make them the the trios champions or whatever else, and figure out like a, a, a new status quo for for Queens uh, and Quest without um, Momo involved, and then you put Shiri, who for a lot of the of the shows this year was third from the top, you put her at the top, and you basically just watch the, the stars fly from fall from the ceiling um, or out the sky uh, for the yeah. next you know nine months or so, or, or maybe time. more. Um, sure, Shuri has been. We've talked about it on this show. I think she's been the best women's wrestler in the world this year. I think she is the best women's wrestler in the world. One of the best wrestlers in the world. That's not the slight of Tommy at all. But um, all these other matches have done. This hasn't made me want to see Tommy finally put her away. No, like this is Shuri time. Yep. And. Any other finish, I think, is not great. I feel like the the red belt should be around the the other woman with the red gear. Like, and you know, it would be a great like rise, uh, the rise of Shuri this year. We'll, 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 when we look back and look at the tapestry, you know, look at the look at the opponents, look at the 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 story, look at the the fight that this woman has gone through, and. You know, a little bit from the beginning of the year, I was like, man, Cherry Moment, that's going to be fucking great. And then, like, it's, she has kept going and kept going month by month. And, you know, they had their big match in June. Lots of critical acclaim on it. And everybody's all eyes are on this match. And I don't think they're going to fuck it up. I don't think they're going to, like, um, underachieve. Like, they know. They, they know, like, the, the world is watching them. Like and you know, do it, it, it's almost like uh, that second round, like that pressure, like where you're like, man, Okada and Omega, are they gonna like do it again? Like and then like the match happens is, is like, of course they could fucking do it again. Like they're fucking Okada and Omega, and then like um, I think this is gonna be similar uh, to that. No time limit is gonna give them as much time to do whatever they want and. I'm predicting a new champion here, but like, even if this is the end of the road for Tommy, man, there are a lot of podcasters I think need to eat their fucking words. They need to, um, you know, erase their takes, um, you know, completely destroy the audio uh, because I think people are sounding crazy uh, when, when it comes to talking about Tommy. Like, you look at what this woman did taking the belt off the icon like and that shit is never easy like to win all right we, we're going from like the fucking like the top that, star that, in the company still yeah the, the history the damn near the almost the history of the promotion at this point like you're going there and it is it's to you you're new at the main event level and then you're gonna hold that shit for a year and they're gonna throw people ask you, like, Sai Kamatani in, like, one of their big shows or whatever, and then you fucking figure it out anyway. Like, they're gonna, um, you know, throw be have way out. Be. They're gonna have Shuri coming out here, and, like, and you gotta not get lost. Like, she has been absolutely incredible. If this is the end of the road for her, like, she, like, she damn near deserves a eulogy for her shit. I wrote, like, um, one for Kenny or whatever. Like, like she's just been, like, a credit to stardom and like a great represent representative like to um to really growing into looking like 
you're you're somebody like and I think Okada did this very well. He like just looked like he was somebody with that belt, and she much in a way he did look somebody with that red belt. Like it feels like it's a part of her, and it, it would be different to not see her with it. But like Shuri is more than worthy. Yeah, um, me personally, uh, these were two. These were the two best women wrestlers in the world. And by saying they're two best women wrestlers, I don't mean just for women. I mean like they're two of the. They had two of the five or four best years in pro wrestling in the ring. They just did. They killed. They they killed it. Both of them all year long. Like they give you an example of how like absolutely impressive. Um, Utami had and and sure you have both been this year. Like you, you got to look no further than like the number three person is starting this year in the ring, Tam Nakano. And you, you know, you we're talking about doing your in stuff and um putting together uh you know looking at people's match guys, try to figure out like what we thought and then like if there's anybody we possibly missed by just taking a little gander and you know started looking th- and searching through you know top matches whatever else. You look at Tam Nakano's 2021 match guide, and then you look at uh, Nick Jackson's t- 20, uh, 2021 match guide. They're like identical, except Tam has more sevens in it because she she said Russell more. Like she is a distant third compared to these two. <laughs> like that is that is the level of like you know like that is the level that these two have been on like from day one um, of, of the year or from the first show on and like. In any situation, they've been put in tag matches, trios matches, uh, singles matches, like the Grand Prix. Um, they they both killed it, and Shuri put on a legendary performance in the in the Grand Prix. Um, like I I haven't looked at uh, where people put um, the G one MVP uh, level this year, but like I'm pretty sure Shuri was at that level or surpassed it this year. Like that's that's the kind of G one that's kind of a Grand Prix she had, like. She she had over a four star average for me in the Grand Prix, and then like you know her last two matches like on the same night, you know twenty minutes apart, twenty five minutes apart, you know four and three quarters, and then four and three quarters again, just super fucking impressive. And the first match was a twenty minute draw, like she's <laughs> she's just, she's fucking ridiculous. Like you know, at this point now, and every time I see someone that's really awesome, I'm just thinking like I I want to see them wrestle Shuri. Dang, or uh, Brian Danielson goes out there for an hour and and spins like uh. 45 to 48 minutes of it absolutely beating the shit out of Adam Page. I'm just like, put him in there with Shuri. Let's see if that shit happens with Shuri. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm, re- I'm ready to see this title change. I'm ready to see this match. And I've been waiting for six months. And, like, you know, we talked about this thing as far as, like, um, when it happened, we were like, we fucking hated it because we knew that, like, we were going to suck it, sucked into this match and wanted to see it happen. And, God damn it, we were days away from it. And, like, I can't wait for this to happen. Like, I, I remember... Um, on Twitter, you know, people do the, the content farming or the engagement farming stuff where like, what are your, you know, uh, favorite matches you want or most anticipated matches of 2021 for the second half of the year. And like, after, for me, after seeing one to see Tam and, and, and Mayu just fucking do it. Like, I remember, uh, I was going through the, uh, the, you know, trying to edit and compilate the, uh, best of 2021 one Asia radio stuff. And we talked about that first uh, Mayu and Tam match, you were like, look, man, this match is awesome. It's more like, like, Mayu just like, hey, man, do you want to fucking do it? Do you want to fuck like, I just want to see them two get in the ring and be like, hey, do you just want to fucking go? Like, we've been, we've been doing this and beating the shit out of each other in all sorts of different ways for literally most of the year. 
um, with some breaks in between. Like, let's culminate this shit. Let's find out finally who's the best between these two. Put somebody the fuck away. And, like, somebody gets to walk off. Uh, and that's the end of the chapter for now. I, I, I'm just really, I'm really juiced for this one. And, like, I, I can't wait to, like, to be up at, I don't know, God knows what's hour in the morning on Wednesday. Uh, like, I don't know, it's like, like four or five or whatever. Who gives a fuck? 5 a.m. in the morning and watch this shit on the edge of my seat because, like, after watching that match 43 minutes, I don't know what the fuck them two gotta do to each other to put the other one away. Like, a new finish might have to get broken out. A whole just, you know, like, we might see some shit that, like, beats the, the, the freaking, uh, violet screwdriver shit that, that beat one of these two. Someone might have to drop right on their dome and they still might kick out at one. So, that's where I'm in. I'm hyped. I can't wait for this. Yeah, I need Sherry to tie all three belts together. Yeah, you know. triple crown. Yeah, the, the new triple crown. Triple crown with a tag belt wrist. How <laughs> real is that? But yeah, so this, this is going to be fun. Like, whatever they want to do, I'm good with it. I just need somebody beaten finally in this thing. And we can, and we can close the chapter on either one of them, uh, uh, of their feud for now and go back to it later. But... They, 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 you know, they have been awesome all year long. They have been awesome all year long. Indeed. That's a great place to leave it. Yeah. So, um, thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, Donations. Gifts. <laughs> yes. And also be sure to, uh, to, if you haven't listened to it, our FOH draft, um, we have uh, a link to it in our feed um, that has a teaser uh to give y'all a taste of what uh, the festivities were that night. Um, so uh, be sure to drop, the, uh, go ahead and check that out and give that a listen. Um, Payhip.com slash social suplex. Okay, there you go. I, I was going to tell you to go that way because I didn't remember how it was. So yeah, either one um, is how you can find it. Uh, uh, be sure to raise motor app you're using. Listen to this with. Uh, be sure to uh, go to. Well, I don't know if I can even do that right now. They they are, they are taking people's uh, credit card information right now. They are no, security yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, we'll pause on that for now. We'll pause on that. We'll pause the pros and tees plug for now. Y'all y'all on the naughty list. Y'all on the naughty yeah. list right now. Since yeah. 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 I heard yeah. like more than thirty one thousand people have been affected by this. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Get y'all some Adam Cole for Christmas. Um yes. so <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, be sure to listen to the other shows on the network. Uh, besides Money Radio, Keeping It Strong Style, The Ricky and Clyde Wrestling Show, Grumman Washes Shit, The Grave Consequences Podcast, 8 Bit Suplex, All Things Elite, Great Mass Generator, and AW Mash Guide. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later. Peace.